Hey there, Jules here, and welcome to Jules Loves Me, the podcast. My life is a surrender experiment where I choose faith over fear to follow my intuition. And it has all led me here to share wholehearted stories about what I've learned along the way. So take a nice deep breath, settle in, and remember, the light in me loves the light in you. Now let the elevation of your soul's experience begin. Well, hello, friends. It has been a hot minute since we have just had a conversation. I know it. Oh, and who's that other voice? Oh, y'all know who it is. <laughs> it's Jules and the Fritz. Bum, bu, bu, bum. Jules and the Fritz. Bum, bu, bu, bum. Jules. Jules. Jules and the Fritz. Yeah. <laughs> Fun story about that song. We, um, when we got married at our reception, so fun fact, we got married on 11-11-11. That's why we, part of the reason why we love the number 11. It always winks at us like that. And the, <laughs> during the, was it the cocktail hour? No, it was the reception. The, okay, so when the reception was starting, um, the band Walrus, they were so awesome. That From North Carolina. Man, that lead singer's air guitar was everything. It was <laughs> so epic as I'm doing the air guitar right now. Oh, so um, He just couldn't keep his hands still. Like He, had he was the, so good. Like guitar. It was just flowing through him, and that's exactly why he had to be a part of our reception. So um, the Benny and the Jets song, I'm not even sure where this came from, but it just kind of... I think it was the day we met Walrus. It was. It was in North Carolina, right? At the at Ski Beach um, on New Year's Eve of whatever year that Going was. Going into 2011. Yeah, and, and I was uh, I you know went up and asked them. I had taken my sax and I was like, "Can I jam with you guys?" You know, they were playing right. a big show up there for um, for all the people. And anyway, and so uh, they were like, "What's your name?" And I was like. I said that uh, the people the call Fritz. me the Fritz, and then I, I'm not sure what they must have asked me about you. And I said that's Jules or something. I don't know how your, yes, how your name so, came into so it. So after the concert, after your moment where they called you up and you were hanging out, I was up kind of like in a balcony situation, and so you went down there to, or you were you went back down there to talk to them about doing our reception if they were if they would be willing to travel to Savannah and uh and then so you told them my name and then he started riffing on Jules and the Jules Fritz, and the Fritz. Yeah. to the tune of Benny and the Jets and we we're like you have to do that and they did and it's incredible so maybe there's video somewhere that we could share but <laughs> you just friends you just got that little nugget of of uh musical goodness from us but we want to talk about evolution the evolution of jewels and the fritz i guess <laughs> would be a great would be a great place to uh to go because it's been amazing during this uh pandemic time how oh my goodness I, i'm just reflecting and, and thinking of all of the ways that we have shifted 
you know, like just during this time period of these months in the year of 2020, um, you know, obviously we, we have evolved throughout the years of being together and, and from business to personally to spiritually, you know, physically, Mm -hmm. I mean, we have had all the transformations happen, if you will. And I just wanted to hold some space for us. And uh, so our friends listening could kind of understand a little bit more on on where we are and where um, how we're feeling about it. I guess that would, that would be the best thing because the way I left it um, before the Father's Day talk, when I left um, the last uh, message um, on the day of Pentecost, what what is your truth? Mm-hmm. Uh, was about. I said, I, I'm not sure where we're going to go next, but as soon as I know, I'll let you know. So this is it. <laughs> this is the, uh, the, the rewind recap of, you know, what we've figured out and, um, what we've started doing is we felt really strongly about, again, holding that space and inviting others to join us. And so we started doing that via zoom calls i like to call them wellness workshops because it's like an easy way to kind of describe what we do uh, called breathing rooms and you and i are doing it together i know this is the first truly integrated thing that i think we've done where both of us were somehow in the like in the front of it you know like i've always been in the been behind the scenes helping and um you know doing all the things that I know how to do or that I can teach myself how to do to in order to make our businesses, uh, you know, expand and grow. Right. Um, but this is the first time that I've, I've really felt out front, I guess. Yeah. On your business card, I think it said that you were a light amplifier. Yeah. So I'm the light coach and you're the light amplifier, which um, <laughs> so funny when you try to like have titles for your business card to make you feel I know. more... Uh, in tune with what the heck you're doing it, it cracks me up because you try to do that to make yourself feel like you know what you're doing right to give you that and then uh so it was like yeah we went worked with this marketing company and we were like yeah we're gonna have this jules loves me it's gonna be awesome and uh we're gonna be sharing all this light and love and so they gave me the title when they did the mock-up for the card it said light coach and i was like "Ooh, that sounds so good i don't really know what it is but it sounds so good right remember that one person and then the one person (laughs) said i'll let you tell it do you it's just that i i need help figuring out the lighting in my space can you help me and i was like oh Damn, that's not what I that's do. That's not what I do. Okay, <laughs> we should probably not hand a lot of these cards out. Then. It's, but you were just trying so hard to avoid being called a life coach. Yeah, um, right, right. You did right. not want that title or responsibility. I don't think I understood it really, but I also knew that coaching wasn't a part of me that I enjoy. You know, I I really just want to be your friend. I want to be the touchstone. I've I've always been that, you know, so now I've grown to understand that I'm more of versus a coach. I am 
a teacher and a guide. Right. And because the coach, a lot of times, it creates like a codependent relationship where you need me to kick your butt in order for you to stay on track with your goals and with what your vision is for your life. And that's not really what I'm here for. I don't, I don't really enjoy being in that role, to be honest. Can I do it? Can I do it well? Yeah, but it doesn't mean that I'm enjoying it. So um, I actually am more in tune with the idea of being more gentle <laughs> um, because we're so rough on ourselves, you know, we're such bullies on the inside. And so I'm actively doing everything I can to create more of an idea of the radical self-love and, and you know, this infinite compassion. And so I have to make sure that I'm giving that out in every way that I can, including mainly to myself. <laughs> so, so if I'm kicking your butt, that just, you know, that's, the, that's not the front I want to be to you. Um, and so through the breathing room, we've been able to kind of be in that position more of, of being more teachers, more guides. And I'm so happy that you're doing it with me because I truly, I, I, I hope that you believe me now, babe, that I could not do it without you because I was trying because you didn't really want to do it with me for a while it was just kind of like you were content being behind the scenes and um and you did that role very well you know thank you for all your video technical support and all that editing and and your photography and all the fantastic things that you you've blessed me and us with um well you know it's like within the evolution of this in the beginning it was still very much um focused on uh on primarily women originally because we were coming out of the makeup industry and and that was the people that you were mostly speaking to and so i didn't really find a place you know in that um and then as we've as we've evolved and you've you've found the limitations within trying to uh basically have a, a certain group of people that you're only speaking to um oh let's talk about that for a second because I will trust that there are entrepreneurs out there listening and this will be helpful. And that's really um, another reason I wanted to hit record today is because, you know, the idea of integration, evolution, um, it, it needs to be understood that it goes through all the departments of your life, including your business. and. I know that there are a lot of entrepreneurs that are out there and confused right now as to what the heck, you know, what do I do? How do I do it? Who am I talking to? All that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, starting off with moving away from the beauty world, moving away from being a makeup artist and uh, a makeup teacher, I was wanting to broaden the scope and not only speak to women who were interested in makeup. I felt very limited by that. So that was a struggle for me. So it's, it almost felt like I had to turn away from the beauty industry as a whole in order for me to get clear on what I was talking about and who I was speaking to. 
And so a lot of marketing uh, programs and, and, you know, business coaches and that kind of thing will always tell you to find the person that you're speaking to and speak to them, right? So directing that message and, um, you know, having that ideal customer in your mind, having that image and then speaking and marketing to them. And, and I get that. Like, I'm, I'm not saying that that's a bad way to do it. It's just not what worked for me. Well, and it's, it's legit from like, if you have a product, if you have you right, know, certain businesses, a hundred percent, but, just, but I will this, also this trust is applicable that to the person who people that may be listening may also find themselves like me who don't understand that because they're multi-passionate and they are, you know, interested in, in this area. Let's just say for it, reflecting on my life, I'm interested in beauty stuff because that's been a big part of my um, working life. And, and as a child, you know, just always had fun with it. And then moving forward into, but that I'm really into spirituality. I'm really into holistic health. I'm really into uh, family and camping and like I have all of these different areas and I have spoken to so many people who are like me in that respect that have many areas that they could bring into their business and they feel super confused by it I mean we had a makeup artist a beauty stylist that worked with us that she was fantastic with um, with hair and makeup but she had an entire part of her heart that was in the design and uh, interior design world you know she loved that but she didn't really know how to explain that to people so i will just trust that those folks are listening too and what i want to do is just kind of be transparent on that evolution and what i've learned so far kind of a thing so with the idea of you know stepping away and and having to look at the whole picture i'm now understanding that i needed to allow myself some space to just kind of figure it out you know kind of feel through it and the message has become very clear to me has the the boiled down you know message the the concentrated (laughs) what's the one thing i want you to know and you know the one thing I want you to come around my way for is I want you whenever you feel like you forget who you are whenever you forget that you really do know what you're doing when you forget that the answers are written on your heart you and that you have to allow yourself time to sit with them to feel around to find them I want to remind you to do that. I want to remind you to trust in yourself. I want to remind you that you didn't come this far just to come this far. And that to me right now during this pandemic is even more important. And so that's why it's really been focused on that. You know, I haven't talked about beauty, nothing in a minute. (laughs) I mean, goodness you know and to the point where it's almost like a memory like it's like I've as if I have forgotten about it because all of our beauty productions and our large-scale events have been canceled so for me it's like 
out of sight, out of mind kind of a thing. But I did an interview yesterday for a podcast and then my whole story was brought up because the topic was spiritual entrepreneurship and, and spirituality and entrepreneurship. And I went through the whole story and I, and I was reminded of this big part of myself that is wanting to be integrated with the rest of me. And so the, the neat thing is, is that even if you take a time out or step away from something to better understand yourself, it may come back around. So that's kind of cool, right? That's, that's interesting to know. You have, you have called on many occasions throughout our, our time together. I can remember you calling Dollface a Phoenix. Um, mm -hmm. And it has been time and again where I surely thought that it was done and it would just, you know, rise back up as a phoenix, you know, rising from the ashes, yeah. alive and beautiful and ready to, you know, extend and be different. Um, and that's what, you know, if, if you still feel the burn that there is still something there for you, then I know whatever it is will be beautiful. Well, thank you. The thing is with... Um with Dollface, our business that we're talking about is Dollface by Jules. And the thing of it is, it's like that thing has evolved so many times. And that has been what I have been the most proud of is that I've allowed it to evolve and just change and morph and shape and do yeah, whatever. Yeah, you did not let it drag you down. I couldn't control it, really. And the 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 second I thought that I could control it, it would, it would show me who was boss kind of thing. You know, so I know that there's a lot of um inspirited things happening through that um brand i guess you could say as a whole so now leading into so that's where i started so i started as a makeup artist and that part of me is still there you know i miss that the camaraderie with with my teammates and i miss the you know the, just the expression of painting faces and um you know the the external beautification it's just fun you know it's just something that i i d have done and i enjoy it but now also leading into where we are right now with the breathing room environment is so cool and the cool thing that i also want to mention is that our hearts are big enough to hold all this stuff you know, it's, it's okay if you have a million things that you love and, and, you know, you feel overwhelmed by them. I and I've heard people tell me it feels like a curse. They wish they could just have the one thing that they liked. And I understand that. So, you know, your heart is big enough to hold it. And as we continue to move forward with the work that we're doing, um, on the wellness end, because we're looking at it as a whole picture, you know, we're looking at it as this is not only um, a personal, individual wellness, but it's also how you show up in the world. It's how you show up with whatever work that you do. It's how you treat your family. It's most importantly how you treat yourself. Those are big things, you know. And so you and I are using our voices and the insights that we've been gathering of how we're navigating through our days and we're sharing that 
and saying, okay, so this is working for us. This is what we know to be true. This is what has been helping us get to the next step and to the next step. And it's been, I don't know, I don't even have a word for it. It feels so good. It feels so aligned. Do you want to share a little bit on that? Well, if you were to ask anyone, you know, on the outside looking looking at it, if some if somebody actually knew all the ins and outs and were just looking at it, they'd be like, "You guys are nuts." Isn't that always? <laughs> I know when someone is not understanding how I'm doing things that I'm on the right track. Yeah. When and I what I mean by that is not that they don't understand the page on my website. That's not what I mean. What I mean is like you don't understand my process for how I'm going about it because it makes them feel uncomfortable and so i know when someone goes well i mean i just think that and when i hear that i'm like oh i must be on to something well let's take the very first thing that you um that you kind of taught me with this uh or that we've we've like really come to know is that it's not about um, about money. It's not about what makes you the most money. Because if it was about what makes you the most money, we never would have stopped doing bridal makeup, um, you know, years ago. And it I would was, be a multimillionaire. I know. I know. We could have easily, <laughs> we could have run agencies all over the U.S. Um, and, and I'd be a billionaire. I didn't even think of it like that. <laughs> I know. I mean, you, we really could have. We had a great system. Just to um, say, there's a, there, the wedding industry is gigantic. It's gigantic. And it, but it was, it was just, it was just not um, It was about fulfilling. the money. It was it about was, the money. It wasn't It became fulfilling. about the money. And right. as soon as it became about the money, I, thankfully I had enough sense to know that I needed to change things and shift things and instead do work from the heart, work from that place of, of sharing and creating from a place that brings me joy. And I think that is what I'm always using as my... Um, my meter of quote-unquote success is how much joy I'm feeling and if I start feeling weighed down by the pressures that I'm putting upon myself to make a certain amount of money that is gonna zap my joy faster than anything and it also zaps my energy it zaps everything good that I need to keep moving forward so, you know, there's, there's a, and we're talking about breathing room because that's, you know, the next thing we're doing. We have a membership community now that's growing, which is really exciting. And we can just see how this will continue to grow and we can see all of that. And that has nothing to do with money. That's what the, because the membership is so low priced because we wanted to make it affordable for right. anybody to be able to get um you know the support that they're in need of right now and so you know again which drives other people you know to the point of going what the heck are y'all doing like why are you not charging more why but i can just say that you and i know that when we operate from the space of seeking the inner guidance and we feel on one accord with what the information we're receiving we know we're on it and this feels like that and it's really exciting you know mm -hmm. I'm, I'm excited to now I feel like um, we've really made space for you 
and we've made space for us as a couple um, because I I am very private. Like I don't really like to share too much about our relationship because I don't feel like it's anybody's business. But the truth of it is, is that there are so many parts of it that are helpful. It's valuable. It is. And, and, I, a, and I, I had to get over that. I had yeah, to get over that. I don't mind being, being vulnerable. It's actually, you know, and something that you've taught me about sharing was, you know, uh, when I'm, when I'm sharing an idea to share it from my perspective, um, of what has helped me versus trying to share it in a way that may help someone else or trying to be coachy about it and, and to coach someone on a process. And, um, and I find that to be, uh, very liberating. Um, I don't, I don't mind, uh, you know, telling people my flaws and my struggles and my, um, my downfalls, um, because I know that I'm striving as a, as a being to integrate my, those into who I am. Mm -hmm. uh, those, those things that hold us back are also the things that will, f will force us forward. Mm. Um, but you have to be, you have to approach them from a vulnerable place and not be so scared of it or so like, so, you know, tight knuckled on it. Yeah. And I think the reason that I had my reservations with sharing um, you know, just personal stuff and it's not necessarily bad stuff or just in general, there was a couple reasons. And so one reason was I didn't want to give people the idea that we were the perfect couple because that has been thrown at me. Um, that's been since the beginning of our relationship. Right. And I've always had a thorn about that of people, um, you know, just basically coming to me and saying like, well, you don't understand how I feel because you have this perfect situation. You have the perfect life. You have the perfect. And, and then it's like, you know, that's not the truth. I'm, I have a real relationship. I have, a, <laughs> you know, the, the dream, if you will, it's, it's ever evolving and being created, you know? So it's not a, it's not a um, fairy tale. And that's how people made me feel as if I was not, I was being discounted because I don't know what it's really like when really I, I do because, you know, sometimes, <clears throat> excuse me, being in a relationship can bring up stuff that is even harder than when you're single, you know, and vice versa. So I, I've been on both sides of it. The other thing of it was that I didn't want to um, speak about you when you were not present present and so I, I just that felt really off for me to you know reflect on and point to my relationship and my experiences when it's just me speaking like that just doesn't <clears throat> you know so I needed you to be more present and and seen in order for us to then have these conversations now you know no problem and people love it like in the breathing room they're like yes real relationship uh, you know experiences and stories and not that it's only based on that because the breathing room is really about you as an individual and then how that extends out to your world including your relationships and your um your work, your, you know, all of it, all of it, your church, your, your community, your, 
you know, your kids, all of it. So, but it all starts from us as individuals first. We're, we're helping people remember who they are. That's, and that's what I said. The one thing I want you to come around my way for is when you forget who you are, I want to be the one to remind you. That's when I like to get tough. That's when I like to get, and, and what I mean by that is more on that, that love, you know, I will give it to you. I will make sure that you don't forget how worthy you are, how necessary you are, how needed you are, how much of a blessing you are. You know, I have no problem saying that in such a firm way that you're like, oh, I'm, I did forget. <laughs> I did. And thank you for bringing me back, you know, and I'm like, anytime. That's, I feel very passionate about that, which is funny because I, sometimes when I go back through, and I can do this via text. I've gotten really good at, I don't even need to talk to you. I can just text it and bam, bam, bam. And so... Because you've realized that everybody deals with the exact same stuff. Because we are one. We are one. We are one. Maybe your particular flavor is a little bit, you know, you know, special to you on the the specifics of it. But at the core, it's universal. You know, your problem, my problem, so and so's problem. These are not new problems. They're just current what we're currently dealing with and so when you know that there's a sense of of um, unity within that because then you know that you're not alone in the the ache of it you're not alone in that pain of it you know and then you're like oh thank you thank you for reminding me to hang on thank you for reminding me that this too shall pass you know because that's what we believe and so when we can share that it's so powerful and I'm so grateful that I get to do that with you too, you know, like mm -hmm. it's, it's even better. So the back to the texting thing. So I also started to pay really close attention to where I was spending my time and, you know, how am I giving the support? How am I reminding people of this stuff? And it's, you know, just feels like a, like a big spray, <laughs> you know, like a big spray of, from social media to email, just, you know, just all over. And that requires a lot of time. It requires a lot of attention. Like when I sit down to write an email to send out to my subscribers, that takes me between 30 minutes to an hour, you know, and that may not sound like a lot of time to someone else, but for me, in a house where I have three children, ages six and under, you know, that that's a lot of time. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I had to start thinking about that stuff. And, um, you know, the bigger work that I'm also doing, the other projects that are important and they need time. And so I'm like, and I don't even really love email. I just do it because it's kind of what you do when you do this kind of work and you know paying attention to the feelings of obligation and social media not not the most fun place to hang out right now you know with your time and so the idea of building a community via text has always been on my wish list if you will of the ways I could do business and um, and build that connection directly 
But not just, a, not just a one-way connection, a two-way two connection. Right. And yeah. so I tried with, you know, we have the Hope Line, which is where you can call in and hear a recording from me. It's like three minutes long, just to remind you of, of how amazing you are. And, but you can't, and you can leave a message, but it's, it's kind of a, a lag in the time, you know, of when I check the message and, um, and then, you know, the back and forth is not really there. So again, I wanted this, this sense of community that was genuine. And then I was able to, to And find also a private, way. if you think about it that way. Yes. Even, even within your Facebook group, let's say that you put out something that's like oh very, gosh, yes. um, you know, that inspires someone or whatever, and they want to reach out to you and they comment, their comment is still public to the group. Thank you for bringing that point up. The other side of it is then that you may not talk to me out in the open, but she'll Facebook message me. And then I'm there, you know, then now that's another place where I'm spending time, you know. So when I started to really look at where I was spending my time on my phone, because my phone usage since the pandemic has gone way up and I've just had to make peace with that. And so I'm looking at all the stuff and I'm like, oh my gosh, all right. So these areas, but where do I really want to be? And it's like, I could knock all this out in a text, <laughs> real talk and so i just decided um to move in that direction and so grab your pen friend grab your pen right now grab your phone grab your phone right now and text me so the number is 229-206-9280 i'm gonna say it one more time 229 229- two zero six nine two eight zero so shoot me a text you'll get set up uh in my phone and in yours so well you know the way the way this whole magic works it's pretty cool like i'll show up as a contact in your phone and you'll show up on my end and um and i'll even get to know when your birthday is so i can send you a text for your birthday how cool is that so yeah that's that's what we're doing that's the where we are right now you know things are changing shifting integrating evolving you know you're going to hear us using these words a lot because it's what's happening but i just wanted to be open transparent and real you know and and sometimes it feels overwhelming sometimes it feels super exciting and mainly how I know that it's on the right track is it it feels right so one thing I said in that interview that podcast interview I was telling you about is I said if it's not a hell yes then it's a no right now it's a no for now and I encourage you to just have that flexibility with yourself and as you're presented new information that you allow yourself to make different decisions based on how your instincts are guiding you how your your heart is feeling and move from there because i i truly feel like our bodies are here to give us those signals and to connect us that's how spirit is 
guiding us and speaking to us is through our bodies. So we're going to keep diving into this. We're going to keep talking about this stuff. We're going to keep giving practical tips and processes on how to, again, navigate through the current times, but also mainly how to really trust in yourself and know that you really do got this. You really do. You really do. And you really do know what you're doing. And you really do have everything you need inside of you. So I'm really glad that we turned the mics on and hit record. So thank you guys for joining us. I, I kind of just close this out babe sorry you, did you have good. any closing <laughs> notes it's all good i'm uh, i'm you know i'm i'm happy with our with our direction of things there's you know um i've i've become very um aware that that knowing exactly what's going to happen next is not ever what's going to happen next not really in alignment <laughs> with uh the first line of our intro for this podcast of our lives being a surrender experiment. You know what I mean? So there's that. So yeah. just roll with it, babies. We're just rolling with it together, seeing how we feel moment to moment, step by step. May your days be filled with more joy, more grace, and more trust in yourself. So head on to Patreon. We'll give you the link. We'll give you the information to all that in the show notes. And, um, in the outro music that's coming up next the light in me you know it it loves the light in you till next time you've been listening to jules loves me the podcast if you feel uplifted and inspired by the sacred space we created today support and join our mission by donating on www.julesloves.me And while you're there, take a look around, check out all the videos and blogs I've put together for you and make sure to subscribe to my email list. And for all you social butterflies, you can follow me on julesloves.me on Facebook and Instagram. Want to support our mission even more? Visit patreon.com slash julesloves.me to become a patron and get even more food to fuel your soul. Join me next time for another wholehearted story. Thank you for listening and remember the light in me loves the light in you.